0: Welcome to Whitefields Church Podcast. Our focus is to help you grow relationally, emotionally, and spiritually. I hope you enjoy the message. I try to start each of my week with a theme, something I've read, something I've heard, Something that's spoken to me and I I try to keep that as the theme for my week And so this week I have two themes that seem to have come to me. The first one is May we each have the grace to see what others are Without being distracted by what they are not Want me to say that again May we each have the grace to see what others are Without being distracted by what they are not. Amen. And then I had a second theme that I thought about. And uh, so I'm going to have to make a decision which one I'm going to be led by this week. The second one is I'm fixing to get into trouble. Are you coming? I think I'll go with the first one. I've been on that road with Jeff before, getting into trouble. <laughs> the title of my message today is one word from Jesus changes everything or when Jesus speaks Larissa had asked me last night what's the title of your your message and uh, I sent her the first one and I thought well maybe that's a little long so I'll give her a second one which one did she choose ah when jesus speaks she went with the shorter version but when when jesus says something one word from him can change everything everything the words of jesus have shaped the course of the world's history More than any other human being in fact the words that Jesus spoke have been written about talked about translated into more languages than any other person any other words in history so I want to take a little bit of time and Think about and take a few moments to look at Some of the words that Jesus spoke Let's turn uh, let's begin by turning to John chapter 7 with verse 25 my chapter title is is jesus the messiah in verse 25 i'm reading out of the new uh, the uh, new living translation so i don't know if it'll be the same as what's up there or what you're reading if you've got it in your phone go ahead and switch to new living translation Some of the people who lived in Jerusalem started to ask each other, isn't this the man they are trying to kill? But here he is, speaking in public, and they say nothing to him. Could our leaders possibly possibly believe that he is the Messiah? But how could he be? For we know where this man comes from. When the Messiah comes, he will simply appear. No one will know where he comes from. And while Jesus was teaching in the temple, he called out, yes, you know me, and you know where I come from, but I'm not here on my own. The one who sent me is true, and you don't know him, but I know him because I come from him, and he sent me to you. Then the leaders tried to arrest him, but no one laid a hand on him because his time had not yet come. Many among the crowds at the temple believed in him after all they said Would you expect the Messiah to do more miraculous signs than these? Yeah. As we take a look at that In another translation it talks about that um, Down in verse 46. Let's skip down to there and, and we'll finish with that Before I read it, I'll I'll tell you the story. Here's Jesus He's making quite a, a stir in all of Israel in all of Jerusalem And the people are like is he the Messiah? well he, he, he didn't come, as it said, the Messiah. He, he's actually from over here. Yeah. What about this? But what about that? What about these things? Jesus is creating this huge stir. But one of the main themes here is they're saying, but the Pharisees haven't had uh, arrested him or done anything. So perhaps they know something we don't know. Yeah. Because if they knew differently, they would stop him. The Pharisees heard this murmuring, and this um, this thought of the people, the, the the overall feeling of the people, like, well, they're not stopping him. Maybe he is the Messiah, yeah. and they so they sent out men to arrest Jesus. And my point is this: when they came back without Jesus, and they said, "Well, where is he? Why didn't you arrest him?" They made this statement. He said, why didn't you bring him in? In verse 46, we have never heard anyone speak like this. The guards responded. They couldn't arrest him. They was like, we don't know. He just spoke something and we came home without him. We don't know. He just spoke something and we we were changed. Seriously. They were like, "We, we couldn't arrest him. we don't know why see a a word from Jesus can change everything we're gonna take Peter walking on water for example in Matthew 14 is the story of of Peter being in the boat with the other disciples they're in peril there's a storm they're not sure And out walks Jesus on the water and first of all they think it's a ghost perfect season for talking about ghosts right he comes in out of the out of the midst you've been out fishing on the water it can be hard to tell what's out there Jesus drew closer Walking on the water and he says do not be afraid it is me. It's I it's Jesus and Peter immediately says I'm going for it He jumps out of the boat and he walks on water and then he sinks I want to say this about when Jesus speaks something to you When Jesus speaks something to you, I tell you, there's nothing quite like it. But within one or two steps, you could quickly say, was that the Lord or was that me? Were you telling me that, Lord? I put this into practice. In fact, that's how I got this this message for today. I was just saying, Lord, just speak to me. Just one word, just one, Lord. I want you to speak to me just one word. And man, this word dropped into me. And I was like, I can tell when it's the Lord because it's just like water to a thirsting soul, you know? I was just like, oh. And it was not but a few seconds later, my mind went, was that you, Jesus? Or, or, you know, did I come up with that? Was that just me wanting to hear that? But I would never have said that about myself. I mean, I might have, but you know what I'm saying. It's kind of a yeah, well, I, I kind of want to feel good about myself. It was amazing to me how quickly I was challenged with the natural man, mind to interfere with what Jesus had just spoken to me. We spoke about Gideon uh, a couple weeks ago. The first thing that God said when he's speaking to Gideon, it says the angel spoke to him. Thou mighty man of valor, God always goes right to the heart. He always goes right to the inner man. He always goes right to the thing of value. He does not mess around. I think I would like to encourage. Every one of you to take some time this week and say, Jesus, speak to me, whether it's one word, paragraph whatever it might be, but, but speak to me this week. I, I want to hear you. I want to hear what you have to say about me. I want you to speak to me. He'll do it, and you'll doubt it. I guarantee the second he does it, you'll be like, I'm jumping out of this boat. I'm ready to go. And within two steps, you're starting to find water coming up. Because that's the way of the natural man. That's the way of the mind trying to figure out the supernatural The natural being confronted by the supernatural You see we are actually called not to be natural people. We're actually called to be supernatural people because Jesus was supernatural Uh, One of the things you shared this morning was in in your line of work you use different terminology and you said, you know, I use the word meditation because that's a terminology that a lot of the clients understand. It's prayer. We have a good friend, he's passed away now, but he was a, uh, a Sioux Indian and he traveled the globe. God used him powerfully. He went to Mongolia and he spoke to some of the holy men there. And, you know, there they would milk the horses. And then offer up the first part of the milk to the God of the mountains, and he was able to declare to them, "Well, no, you're you're offering it to the one who made the mountains." But in his among his own people, among the Sioux Indians, and and the reason God led him in this direction was because uh, the Native American people. Uh, in all of our attempts of evangelism only two percent have had ever responded you know have ever really a very low amount i don't know it could have changed by now but he felt led to begin to go in that direction and i mean he made the perfect uh the look of the sioux indian chief i mean he had it down he looked great and he is just a great guy but he was going as a pastor or an evangelist or a Christian, and they begin to call him shaman. Well, for me, I'm like, oh, yeah. he went ahead and took the name, he took the title. I'll be your shaman, I'll be your holy man, and I'll show you to the way that Christ. Yeah. You see, you use everything. In every circumstances to bring glory to God correct a few other things that Jesus did in Matthew chapter 8 verses 5 through 13 the centurion comes to Jesus saying I I need you to to come to my home or I need you to heal my servant needs healing and uh, Just Speak the word And I know he'll be healed Jesus discussed that he said it's tremendous faith The centurion says well, I'm a man under authority. I know how it works if you speak the word it gets done When Jesus speaks the word it gets done When you ask Jesus Speak to me, Lord. Speak a word to me. And he speaks it to you. You can count on this. It is going to come to pass. It is going to be a reality in your life at that point. Because he's changing what you think about yourself to how he looks at you. See, we often look at how we think we look to God. This is how God sees me. Instead of over here, God sees us already as this, and this is who we are. I'm going to take a little bit of time in John chapter 4, we're going to read about the woman at the well and how that affected her life. Jesus and the Samaritan Woman, beginning in verse 4, Jesus had to pass through Samaria on the way. Eventually he came to the Samaritan village of Sychar, near the Field that Jacob gave to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there. Jesus, tired from the long walk, sat wearily beside the well about noontime. Soon a Samaritan woman came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Please give me a drink. He was alone at the time because his disciples had gone into the village to buy some food. And the woman was surprised, for Jews refused to have anything to do with Samaritans. She said to Jesus, you are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. Why are you asking me for a drink? Jesus replied, if you only knew the gift of God, if you only knew the gift God has for you, and who you are speaking to, you would ask me, and I would give you living water. will never be thirsty again. It becomes a fresh bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. Now all of a sudden he's got her interest. He hit something. He hit a note. Yeah. Yeah. Eternal life. We all wonder about what, what's to come. We all wonder about what's on the other side of the curtain. He talked about living water. Well, that's kind of interesting. But are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us this well? It satisfied the thirst of his servants and his animals. What are you referring to? And he goes on and he says, What I'm talking about is a bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life probably one of the greatest things jesus ever said in all that he said was i am the way the truth and the life and then he said i am eternal life seriously he said i will rise again and take my place eternal life is something that is on i don't care how far deeply you bury it You know, I I recall uh, having a great time uh, pre-Christ, before I knew Christ, of singing the song. You know, in heaven there ain't no beer, that's why we drink it here. (laughs) You know, and we're uh, somebody'd comment about going to hell. Well, yeah, that, but that's where all my friends are at. And you know, we we make jokes about it, but when it comes down to it. concerned about eternal life Jesus said I am the way and the truth and the life he that comes to me will have eternal life so this eternal life caught her up all of a sudden her attention really came to the forefront now he has her Then I'll never be thirsty again, and I won't have to come here to get water. Go and get your husband, Jesus told her. I don't have a husband, the woman replied. Jesus said, you're right. You don't have a husband, for you have have had five husbands, and you aren't even married to the man you're living with now. You certainly spoke the truth. Sir, the woman said, you must be a prophet, so tell me. Why is it that you Jews insist that Jerusalem is the only place of worship while we Samaritans claim it is here, where, where our ancestors worshipped? Jesus replied, believe me, dear woman, the time is coming when it will no longer matter whether you worship the Father on this mountain or in Jerusalem. You Samaritans know very little about the one you worship, while we Jews know all about him, for salvation comes... Through the Jews but the time is coming indeed and it's here now when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth the Father is looking for those who will worship him that way for God is spirit so those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth and the woman said I know the Messiah is coming the one who is called Christ and when he comes he will explain everything to us then Jesus told her I am the Messiah Well the end of the story is this The woman came to draw water she came in the heat of the day Noon time it said That's not normally when you'd go to the well It's not a normal time that you'd want to do your activities. You're usually trying to stay as cool as possible in that area Yet a word from Jesus caused her to rise up and run back to her village and tell all the people, you've got to come see this man. He's told me everything about me. And that's another thing she didn't really like to talk about because everybody else already did. Everybody else probably already talked about her. You know that's why she was there alone that's why she was um, in the heat of the day when others weren't at the well she was there getting your water because she was already the one they all spoke badly about we know who you are you you just a mess one word from Jesus the mess was erased in her mind, the heat of the day was erased in her mind, and she was ready to go. Very similar to the story of the road to Emmaus. Jesus has been crucified. All of those that had been waiting to see Him, his coronation and him become king, of Israel and deliver them, and all their problems would be over and be solved. There'd be no more political division. Sounds like today, doesn't it? You know, Jesus was very good with political division. Um, Israel in those days, it was very political. The Romans and the Jews, and just very political. And they were always trying to draw Jesus in. Take a stand. And he did. He took a stand. He said, I didn't come for these reasons. I came to seek the lost and to save them. I believe God's bringing the church to that. We can be so easily drawn in to the political fray that's today. Now, trust me, I'm I'm politically minded. I have my mind made up. I'm unapologetically voting for Donald Trump. One follower, thank you. (laughs) Not everybody I know is doing that, but that's what I'm doing. I believe that he stands or at least is producing fruit of the type that I look for. He's making the kind of changes I look for. That being said, my true calling is to come and seek and save the lost for Jesus Christ. So here are these two disciples that on the road to Emmaus, they're discouraged, they're dirty, they're hot, they're exhausted, they uh, have had emotionally traumatic time they're disillusioned everything that they thought and the way it was supposed to be is dashed and they're walking back on this long road and Jesus joins them. he says what's up guys I think when he greeted him he goes hey he seemed a little too cheerful for them and they go what are you the only one in Jerusalem and all of Israel that does not know what happened the one we put all our faith in the one we put all our trust in they just killed him Jesus walks along with them for a while and begins to speak to them here's the part I want to really focus on after they had their eyes opened and they go didn't our hearts burn within us when he was talking but even in that long uh drudgery trip a word from jesus caused him to go let's go back and tell everybody and they ran back see a word from jesus can change your day a word from jesus can take the the moment that you're feeling the most down or condemned or lost or what is what's going on here we could look at the condition of 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 america today and where we're at and we could get easily lost in that and go oh man what's going to happen in fact i saw a thing on the way here at the frontiersman the gun raffle they're having a raffle for guns well you know, if the other party gets in, they're going to take all our guns. What will we raffle? Yeah. <laughs> that was my first thought. <laughs> we won't be able to raffle anything in Alaska. I'm going to buy some of those tickets. I can always use another gun. So here these guys are. They're they're bummed out. It's over. They don't know what they're gonna do. And a few words from Jesus completely transforms them. And they say, didn't it change our hearts? Didn't our hearts burn within us through those words? When Jesus speaks to you, that's what it's like. It's just like, whoa, it's different. going to close with this again in the book of John over in chapter 18 it's about the night Jesus was betrayed and arrested again keep in mind when Jesus says something it changes everything Okay, That's the idea behind this So Jesus is betrayed. He's out in the garden. He's prayed Lord if this let this cup pass from me if it be your will, I mean he has prayed All that there was left to pray And he says nevertheless not my will but your will be done at that time the soldiers come to get him and they say are you Jesus and he said I am he It's amazing to me what happened. He just said, I am he, and they all fell backwards and fell down. I don't know what kind of trouble you might be facing in your life, what kind of things that could be troubling you, whether sickness or disease or finances or relationships or whatever it might be. I'll tell you this, when you come to Jesus and you say, Jesus, and he says, I am he, all of those things will fall backwards. And you'll be standing there with him because that's what he wants to do in your life. He wants to speak a word to everybody in this room. Everybody that wants to hear. All you have to do is say, Jesus, speak to me. Now I'm going to go ahead and tell you what he spoke to me. We were uh, out of town yesterday, and everybody was gone. My wife was out shopping, got a beautiful sweater, I heard. (laughs) Haven't seen it yet. I was all alone there, and I said, Jesus, just one word, speak to me. Just one word and he said faithful yeah. and I was so touched by that and then I went that must have been me that do you really mean that Lord was that really you I began to immediately sink but you know what he did he reached out and he got me and he lifted me up Amen. and he said no that's how I see you See, I was also along with that word, immediately received it, immediately said, Oh yeah, because I knew it was his voice. But I immediately began to do battle with that voice, saying, Yeah, but look at what I did over here. Look at how I fall short here. He says to me, He says, You're on the wrong side of my love this morning, son. I went, Ah, oh thank you, God. God is so good, isn't he? Every one of you I know desires to hear from your Savior, so just ask him, have that moment, ask him. At one point in time in every one of our lives, we say, Jesus, if you're real, show me. I did that. There was a point in time in my life, I'm arguing with my wife. I looked right at her and said, if God is real, if Jesus is real, he's just going to have to show me. Two days later, I'm in a different kingdom. Jesus, you can count on him. Amen. Should we close with a song? Let's all stand. Thank you for joining us today. Please make sure to subscribe to our podcast. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit our website whitefieldsalaska.com. Thanks again for listening and may God bless you today.